Hey, how's it going? This is Jocelyn Hillam, the host of the Meliora Mentor Podcast. Meliora means better in Latin, and I want to help you find better through shifting your mindset to become a better mom, to find better through pregnancy, through losing that baby weight, and this month we are talking about our marriage. It's actually really fun because this year I'm actually celebrating my 10-year anniversary with my husband for our marriage. And since our anniversary is very soon, I thought it would be fun to talk about 10 things that I've learned over the last 10 years of marriage. They might be tips that can help you in your marriage. Thanks for joining in. Hi, I'm Jocelyn, the host of the Meliora Mentor Podcast. Meliora means better in Latin. I encourage better thoughts for a better you and a better life through taking small steps in thought and action. I help pregnant women and mothers to find positivity in their season of life through changing their thoughts to work for them and not against them. I help mothers find the small, doable steps without making drastic changes to their everyday life. And I can help you. Thanks for joining. So as most of you know, marriage comes with its ups and downs. Whenever you combine two people who have different upbringings, even if it's like within the same religion, as long as they're from two different families, you have... (laughs) chance for two different things to happen. There's a lot of differences that can occur. Maybe your husband's a night owl, but you prefer to be a morning person. Maybe one of you is more clean than the other, and so on and so forth. There are so many differences and things that can come up after we've been married and make it a little rocky or seem bumpy. But I've learned 10, well, I've learned more than 10 things, but I'm going to share 10 things that have stood out to me that I've learned over the last 10 years, specifically in with strengthening strengthening my marriage and keeping our marriage strong and going in the way that we want it to go. We want our marriage to get stronger over time, not weaker, both my husband and I, and we've had to work through some hard things. We've had some ups and downs and some difficulties like everyone has, but we're trying to do it. So let me share with you these things that I've learned. I did not put these in order of importance, so they're just kind of random points that came to me, and they're not really in an order of importance, but just just things that, that come, and as you listen, try and think of or be open to the ones that resonate with you, that your thoughts keep getting drawn back to, to maybe try and implement in your marriage. So the first one I wrote down was to not share with others what it, what upsets me. So to put that a little bit more in understandable terms, that's not to it's to not gossip about your marriage or about your husband with your mom, with your sisters, with your friends. Because if you tell other people what is really irritating you about your husband all the time, it's going to drive a wedge. And those people are probably going to support you and want, maybe even want that wedge to go deeper. I hope not, but sometimes that can happen. If we're not a little bit careful about how we tell people things that are going on with our husband that might bother us, 
that can drive a deeper wedge. Now, there are times where I would say that it's good to talk things out, but I want you to think about it first. Think about if this really is a big deal, if this is really something that's going to affect you five or ten years down the road. Or if this is just something in the moment that you're heated, hot, and angry. (laughs) And yeah, something that doesn't necessarily need gossiped about or spread. The second thing is to make the effort to do the things that he loves. Oftentimes it's easy to neglect this because we have kids, we have kids, and we have houses that have stuff. (laughs) Stuff that needs cleaned, meals that need cooked, kids that need taken care of, babies that need fed. And sometimes it can be really easy to neglect doing the things that he loves. So if your man enjoys like physical touch, just enjoy holding his hand in the car. Make little moments of physical touch count and do the things that he likes for him. It actually will return and he'll start doing the things that you like. Next is to do your best not to let your mind wander when he goes somewhere and you don't hear from for a while. So I remember when I was newly married and he, my husband had gone snowmobiling. There was one evening I was at home alone and I did not hear back from him. And the stories that started going on in my head were scary. Like almost all of it ended with him being buried or a bad crash. Um, And I got myself really worked up and really nervous. So instead of telling yourself those negative stories, like he probably died, (laughs) tell yourself a different story, like his phone probably died. Maybe he's still out of service. Maybe they had a snow machine go down and they don't have service yet, but they're trying to get to that snow machine. Telling myself a different story, a more positive story that was believable, actually helped me not to be so worried and like resentful if I didn't hear from him. So that was that has been something that has been important for me to do is to tell myself a new story when I'm feeling kind of anxious or worried about him or why he's not getting back to me. The next one's kind of a tough one, but I learned it from my grandparents, and that is to not correct each other in front of children. So we are still working at this because our children are still young. And we have different methods of parenting, as probably most of you do. Most people and couples that come together do. You kind of have to work together to figure out how your parenting works together. But if you don't correct each other in front of the kids, but do that in private or talk to each other about it in private, what you liked or what you didn't like about what they were doing or how they were handling the situation. But if you do that in private, that will help you to strengthen your relationship because you're going to communicate about it. But it also won't make your kids pick sides because kids are awesome. But if you're not careful, they can also be a driving force to put a wedge in your marriage, which we don't want. So if it can wait, ask your husband later or after to explain or tell him what you felt during that situation and why it bothered you. This actually has helped Isaac and I in so many ways to handle parenting situations together, to learn how to work through them together, to find solutions to things that probably could have escalated if we hadn't have talked it out when we were a little more calm a little later. 
I remember being told, this is another one, I remember being told when we were married that never go to bed angry. (laughs) But I don't totally agree with this because sometimes it actually is really good to sleep it off. It is good to get some rest, to let your mind um, have a period of resting before having to figure out and go through it again. Because sometimes it can just turn into fights and anger all night long. But if you sleep it off the next morning, sometimes you'll realize, you know, that probably wasn't even really a big deal anyways. Or you'll be in a calmer mindset to work it through and talk it out. So that is something that I have learned or has worked well for me. Still smile with your husband. Still try to flirt. Still try to bring in some of those memories from dating and when you really loved each other. Have fun with him and still let him be a priority. Find simple ways to make him be a priority. And those are actually my next two points, which are first, to hold his hand in the car because that physical touch and that hand-holding in the car draws you closer together. Um, And the other one is to sit by him at night on the couch. Instead of sitting on your different couches at night or sitting far apart on the couch, sit next to each other. If you're watching something or if you're both on your cell phones, what have you, but sit next to each other. And if you've been on my podcast or listened to it for any amount of time, you know I said both of those things multiple times, but they are so important. It is the small and simple things that are going to draw us together to a deeper relationship. So doing those small and simple things are super important. Another thing that I learned is it's okay to feel pleasure and enjoy that aspect of your marriage. That actually was a mind block for me for like almost eight years of our marriage. (laughs) Um, I had to really work through that. And if you are a little bit blocked in that area of your life, I encourage you to look up Jana Denton Howes. She has wholesome approaches to for women married to men who want to strengthen that aspect of their marriage or to figure out ways to make it better because it was it was a transition to figure that out. Um, some of her videos may not be called to you, but some of them may. And she actually really helped me out. But realizing that feeling that is okay and it's good and it's beautiful. So that is another thing. And the last one is to be honest. Confide in your husband. Tell him some of your deepest wishes. Tell him some of the fears that you are going going through. As you confide in each other and share these things with each other, it strengthens you. It bonds you closer together with an emotional bond and with the desire to help each other become better and to overcome the hard things that come through, through living life and through learning how to be married to someone. So I know I went through those a little bit fast. I want to get better at storytelling because that intrigues me. So that is a goal that I am publicly telling you so that I will strive to do better at that in the future. (laughs) But I wanted to summarize the 10 points of things that I've learned over the last 10 years. And if one of them resonates or really is repetitive in your mind, give it a try and see how it works for you. This is not the order I said them in, but these are the 10 things. Don't gossip with others about your husband. Make the effort to do the things that he loves. Hold hands in the car. Sit next to him and touch him in the evening. Touch his leg or be touching when you sit by each other. 
It's okay to feel pleasure. Tell a new story when your mind starts to wander when you're worried. A more positive story. Don't correct each other in front of your children. We could do a whole podcast episode on that. In fact, I probably will one day. That's a good idea. (laughs) Um, Smile, flirt, have fun. Remember the dating times and enjoy moments with your husband. Sometimes when you're angry, sleeping it off actually can be a good thing. And for the last one, be honest and confide in him. I hope that some of these will enlighten your mind and give you desire to strengthen your marriage, to work through things that might be a little hard, and to be stronger through it. I am rooting you on and I am cheering for you. I know that this life and working through and in a marriage cannot always be easy. It's, it has difficult times and difficult things, but I know that as you do these small and simple things, or just focused on one or two small and simple things, over time your marriage will strengthen. If you need help in motherhood, if you need help in losing baby weight, in pregnancy, or even in your marriage, I do coaching. I offer coaching. My coaching is flexible because it's only 10 minutes at a time, one for five weeks. But this allows me to share and support you in doing the small and simple things and small and simple tools that you can easily implement that will actually help you to move forward. And then I hold you accountable. That's why it's five weeks long, 10 minutes of five weeks, because I hold you accountable to follow through and to do some of the small and simple things that I teach you and share with you. So if that interests you, please email me at meliorementor at gmail.com. The email is in the show notes and I would love to help you out. I would love to give you the information and help you to find Meliora, help you to find that better life. Because I have found Meliora through changing my thoughts, through using mindset and simple shifts and thought and action to work for me. And I know it can work for you because I have worked with clients and it's working for them. So send me a message. I'm working on getting like the calendaring thing all set up. But right now, if you just email me, that will be the best way to do that. Keep up the good works. You're keep up the good work. You're doing amazing, Mama. Thank you for being a part of the Meliora Mentor Podcast, for listening, for sharing, and for most of all, applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you and a better life through taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. If you are one of those individuals who have an inner desire but are having a difficult time making progress in your goals, I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.